Welcome to my first episode of Real Talk with Jason. The plan is to try to post an episode once a month. These episodes will be focused on one, possibly two topics at a time. I will try to keep them less than 30 minutes. Some episodes like this first one will have a political tone. I normally don't care who becomes our president or who is our president, but the last few years has made this harder and harder to ignore. In the past, I've considered myself more Republican than Democrat, but the last few years have really made me question what I really am. Reagan and Obama were my favorite presidents. Clinton was the coolest. I respected all three of them. Episode one, respect. When I think of the word, the term respect, I think of someone, something, or a cause that I admire or believe in enough to want to learn from them or that. Respecting a lifestyle, rules, and regulations can be tricky, but I try to do just that. When I respect a person for who they are and not what they really are is when things get a little cloudy. I want to focus on what happens when you lose respect for someone or something. You can lose respect for a good friend, a family member, a cause, a mandate, or respect for your fellow Americans. The last two and a half years has been rough. The word COVID did so much more harm than the actual COVID-19 and all its stronger variants did. Over a million people are dead, but tens of millions lost respect for many people they used to respect. All over social media, you see people posting Facebook memes saying we can agree to disagree and still remain friends. COVID and the way people handled the situation prove this to be wrong. I personally lost a lot of respect for friends and family members about six months into COVID. I understand that people got tired of the mandates and tired of being told what to do, but we were asked to do what was needed to get this devastating pandemic under control. Wear a mask, get a shot, social distance. These were not asking much, but we had such a political divide that it became an internal civil war. Mass people versus the unmasked people. Republicans saying the masks are not needed. Vaccines don't work. We want our freedom. The freedom of speech meant that religions and churches could legally just ignore all the guidelines and mandates. To me, this was the tipping point that made me lose all respect for the church. I have always had problems with the church. I am Catholic, but I don't believe in churches. I never cared if others close to me were blinded by the lure of the church to answer all their prayers. But COVID just proved to me the church was never the answer. My disdain for the church caused the most loss of respect for my family members. They used the church as an answer to COVID, not wearing masks, not believing it was needed, even going as far as preaching God's protection is all they needed. Maybe, just maybe, that same God was guiding the scientists to control the pandemic. Just a thought. They became nauseating to have conversations with. I decided to say, bye bye I have always had respect for law enforcement. But on May 25th, 2020, the respect for law enforcement took a huge hit. The wrongful death of George Floyd, who was a black man, was killed by a white police officer. I still to this day don't know how it's even possible to put a knee on someone's neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. People demanded answers and protests began. People had started losing respect for law enforcement and this leads to them not trusting the system. Respect for law enforcement was at its lowest in a long time. The stupid government officials used this situation to add gasoline to a raging fire. Soon peaceful protests became the riots in all the major cities all over America, including my hometown. It was a perfect storm. Just a couple weeks after COVID mandates allowed people back to work, people had so much pent-up frustration. Now you had the murder of George Floyd by a piece of you-know-what police officer. The majority of law enforcement were just as angry as what former Officer Derek Chavin on 5-25-2020 in Minneapolis, Minnesota did to George Floyd. 
So who's to blame for the riots? Who knows? Like I said, it was a number of reasons, but our president at the time decided to put the false narrative that Democrats were fueling the protests and riots, even using his minions in office to lie and say that they were supplying the weapons to make things worse. This obviously was never proven. I saw a post on Facebook the other day from a friend that said, I don't care what happened on January 6, 2021, because the Democrats did this, showing pictures of riots all around the country in the spring and summer of 2020. Luckily, the riots eventually stopped. Law enforcement officers all around the nation started gaining their respect back they rightfully deserved. Unfortunately, a New Age Republican President Trump kept saying the Democrats caused it all. But remember, we are still in a pandemic. Thousands dying every day. Thousands of new cases every day. We also had an election coming. This election would divide the country worse than it ever has been. Respect would be lost on both sides. Our president at the time did everything he could to get people to not believe COVID was as bad as it was. Even when he got a bad case of COVID, he still stood on his balcony after recovery and said it was not that bad. No one really knows how bad COVID was for him, but it seems likely that he got the treatment only available to him. Had he not got this treatment that was not available to all Americans, the future would have been completely different. The problem with the way this president handled COVID after his recovery was that many people lost even more respect for all the scientists and doctors that they were already losing respect for. Unfortunately, this would cause millions of Americans for possibly the first time in their life to start losing a small amount of respect for the American flag and what it stood for. I know you're asking yourself, how could anybody disrespect the American flag? Well, at the time, so much false information was going on both sides. But for now, we're going to focus on the American flag millions of Americans would no longer respect the sight of because of one man. President Trump started telling people how the elections could be rigged. Every convention, every public speaking, any way he could, he discussed how the Democrats could rig the elections. This was not to inform. He was setting up plan B if he didn't win. He put the notion of cheating in all his followers before it ever happened. Soon the Trump convoys began. You remember all those idiots in their trucks and other vehicles with the American flag on one side and Trump 2020 on the other? Going down the highway thinking they were respected. As if. This is when people started losing respect for what the American flag actually stood for. I personally am a little sickened when I see the American flag sometimes. It reminds me of the cult that was born from Trump and his manipulations of the feeble. Somehow the American flag now reminds me of Trump and his idiot cult. I cannot respect it as much. Kind of makes me sad. But I get the idea. I'm not alone. President Trump started saying that only in-person votes should be allowed. He was against mail-in votes. Remember, we're still in a pandemic that was killing thousands of people a day. Why not make everyone go in person to vote, surrounded by people not wearing masks and probably some with COVID that didn't care or respect his fellow American? Trump wanted people to only vote in person because he had preached that voting in person was the only way to vote. He figured all his followers would show up and vote. He was counting on the other half of the Americans to vote by mail, and in the back of his mind, he already knew he was going to win because he was going to get all mail-in votes voided. Unfortunately for him, lots of Democrats saw right through his scheme and showed up to vote. The smart people stayed at home and mailed in their vote. We all know what happened. The respect for the voting system was dealt a major blow based on lies and conspiracy theories. The result of the elections and the actual elections caused so many people to lose even more respect for friends and families. This was predictable, but the respect was not lost because of people's difference in beliefs. 
it was lost because people would not just let it go. The election was over and that was that, but it did not stop there. The loser of the election then convinced his followers to stop respecting anyone that did not agree with his convictions. He started spreading more voting conspiracy theories about the election results. He convinced very powerful Republicans to see everything his way. As of today, there are more cases against Republicans on voter fraud than there are Democrats. The end result? I'm not sure we will truly ever respect the voting system again in this country. This would eventually lead to January 6, 2021, the insurrection, the failed civil war of 2021. Or was it? What happened next I will cover on another episode. But one thing is for sure. Trump showed us how to manipulate the system. If people did not respect the system, then how can you trust the system? Trust will be a future podcast episode as well. My final rant slash discussion on respect begins now. So why do people lose respect for so many people that they once respected? Well, the way I see it, you can no longer respect someone that does not respect themselves. Now, people will argue they do respect themselves and their decisions. I don't buy it. People that don't believe in vaccines but have had people die from COVID can't have it both ways. I am sure there are deaths caused by the vaccine, but it's a small fraction compared to those that were saved from the vaccine. I lost respect for a few people that would just not give up on their wrong beliefs that vaccines don't work. If you consider yourself a patriot and 100% believe that what happened on January 6, 2021 was your right and it has to be done, I lost all respect for you. Most of the people that were involved in the insurrection are traitors, not patriots. They don't deserve my respect. They don't deserve your respect. Recently, Roe vs. Wade was overturned. I'm not going to get into this topic at this time. Maybe part of a future episode. I can tell you this. A lot of respect was lost for a lot of people when this happened. I think it's quite possible. The respect for your family, friends, religion, and the Supreme Court was majorly damaged and will have long-lasting effect. The result, the respect for the Supreme Court is all but gone for millions and millions of people. The other huge issue that causes loss of respect to multiple people and groups of people is the issue of gun control. That topic comes comes and goes away until the next mass shooting occurs, especially when kids are involved. The gun control topic will be covered in a future episode. Unfortunately, schools will be starting soon, and the next school shooting is going to occur most likely in the next 60 days. We just don't seem to learn from our past mistakes. In my personal life, I've lost respect for many people, but I've lost the most respect for family and or friends in the last two and a half years. I recently lost almost all my respect for one person that was very important in my past life, and now it's time to move on. They did me wrong. Whether they think that way or not, I don't need them in my life anymore. I've had other people that I thought had my back and didn't. I'm not upset I lost respect for them. I'm angry at myself to think they ever deserved my respect in the first place. When it comes to respect, the only real advice I can give is make sure it is a two-way street. Just because you respect someone does not mean they respect you. That is okay. Just don't go out of your way to change that person. They may not be worth it in the long run. It is time to say goodbye. I would like to say thanks to everyone that took the time to listen to Real Talk with Jason. Episode 1, Respect. I know this episode is a little all over the place, but it is not scripted. But I do write down points what I want to bring up in the episode. I do a little research, but for the most part, when I think of something, I jot it down. And then a few days later, I jot down some more points. As I get used to podcasting, my shows will improve, sound quality will improve, and subject matter will flow more smoothly. Speaking of other podcasts, 
I also have a second podcast, Western Shenanigans with My Children. It will be available real soon. We will discuss what we are watching, playing, or things that interest us at the time. This podcast will not have any political tones, just pure family fun. Oh, and a third podcast involving cooking in the kitchen with mom is being discussed. Once again, thank you for taking the time out to listen to my rants.